We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Do you know who the first three guys out of the Optimizer were? JBG, Fred, and Trippier? No, I'm just kidding. I have there's you no, have no idea. There's no right. first three. Yeah. Right. There's the right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Matt, like, I'd, I almost I'd got like, you on that one, though. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Monday by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Daily Fantasy Premier League slate. Jordan, I was looking through the results... And you and I um, had a 2v2. One of those guys was a goalkeeper. So I don't think we did a good enough job of hiding the fact that we used the same optimizer. Right, the optimizer, right? The, I don't... Like, uh, the, the opti- it, does Rotowire even have... I think that... Like, does Rotowire even have an, like, a, like an optimizer for... We do, we do. Uh, and you can even it, use it, it to not include goals. Is, is it useful? Um... I'm sure there are people who find it useful. Um, it does get used. Uh, it's just not a way that I've ever played DFS. So like I, it's not like I u- used to use an optimizer for some other sport and I like, happen to use it for soccer. I just uh, I'm kind of particular about how I 
research soccer. So I don't use the optimizer myself. I don't think um, the optimizer even would have came up with the lineups that we had. Uh, I would like to think it would. I don't think so. But I don't I don't know for sure. Like, um, I, I, I don't even under like, I, you know, me when it comes to soccer, especially with like projections being ranges of outcomes. Yep. So like putting a number specifically on someone seems stupid. Uh, but like for cash, like you don't like who uses an optimizer? Like I use an optimizer uh, or lineup builder for like other sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I could for soccer, just I don't play as many lineups. More of the fact of like optimizing salary, not necessarily like, like I don't even care about the projection numbers. I mean, sure. Sometimes I even like zero them all out, just so it's like there's no bias whatsoever in any type of projection. It's just a matter of I'm going to condense my player pool to like 14 players, and I have eight spots. It's just like how many of these combinations can I make of these condensed player pools sure. or cores or something like that. And it's like, I want 50 lineups with, you know, at least these five guys and these three guys out of this 10-person set to rotate in. But instead of doing that manually and like, oh, did I did I already have this lineup in or did I already make this combination? It, like, does it for me. So, mm. like, I could see the use of uh, tools like that yeah. for, for those purposes. But, I mean. I consider that more of a lineup builder than an optimizer. Yeah, but, I mean, it's optimizing based on salary sure. and a projection sure. total. But it, once you zero out all the projections, like it, it doesn't weigh any specific player amongst ab- above anyone sure, else. It's sure. just trying to, like, just give you all the combinations. So, like, that's kind of what I do for GPP in NFL or mm-hmm. NBA or MLB or whatever, whatever other sport. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to discount the optimizer completely, only because I know. I mean, projections obviously are kind of ideally the 50 percentile of the range of outcomes. But I think it at least gives you, can give you kind of a clear, clearer view of where certain guys may, may fall. Um, I like fact, the way that you're, guy, you're, 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 you're trying to be political on like, you don't want to say anything bad about the optimizer because you work for Rotowire. I'm just saying that I think, um, I think backtracking, I'm caught. Backtracking. You're right. Backtracking. You're right. You, you caught me. Um, <laughs> I think, no, I get, I I think get there are it. people no. who find it as a useful tool. I just don't happen yes. to use it. Yeah, I, I I, get it. But knowing since the soccer community is small enough as it is, there's not a single sharp player I have ever talked to or know that, like, just give me an optimal lineup from an opini- optimizer. And sure. And that's what, the, I mean. And that's what they play? Right. Well, that's, that's what we did this weekend. Though. That's we were a two v two. No, there's a, there's only such so many viable plays. It's like that. Yeah, that's what came thing. out of the optimizer. That's what we, the optimizer we, does. It pulls out right. all of the non-optimal <laughs> plays. I think I think we harp on the fact all the time on the podcast of that's why I like using the word viable versus optimal. Mm-hmm. It's like the first job that you need to do when constructing cash lineups because in GPP, my quote is, "You could do anything." But in cash, there like there are viable plays, and on a seven-game slate like this past Saturday, like I narrowed it down to like there being maybe seventeen viable plays. And it's a lot of times at fullback or defense, you get some extra yep. or something like I don't mind this guy, but I'd rather have that guy. But in all the other spots, like like it's kind of, and then also if you're gonna play one guy, you don't play the other guy. You know, like you, 
Like, oh, if you're going to play Aguero, don't play taste. Like, what? You're going to play a Man City guy. One of yep. these three of these guys. But probably not both of them together in a cash lineup. Or maybe you do. Or who knows, depending on your construction. But once you condense it all down, then it comes down to a battle of constructions. Yep. And that's what soccer DFS for cash typically is. Most of the sharp players, the you, the the viable lineups are kind of finite. It's just a matter of construction. And a lot of times, goalkeeper. That's why we tilt goalkeeper so much. It's just a matter of did you, which fullback did you pay up at this position? Did you pay down at the position? And then if you paid up at the position, there was a clear, obvious under, you know, the cheaper play. Right. Right. Like, it, it, it leads you to certain, because you only have this viable player pool of, like, 15 players. So you're like, if I want to pay up a goalkeeper, I need to pay down at midfield. Well, who's the midfield punt play? Well, it's Fred. So I mean, like, like, what else is it going to be? Or if you, mm-hmm. are you going to pay up at three defender spots? <laughs> what are the three defenders? Well, it's going to be three out of these four guys. So if you see one of the, if you see five or five even, so if you see three out of those five, but I mean, if the, if you're picking guys that aren't part of those five, and then they're at like a weird price point, like at forty seven hundred or something at defender. Then it's like, well, then I could pay up a little bit more and play this other guy in midfield. And now your construction is kind of off from a lot of other players that may be sharper than you. Uh-huh. And then you wonder, it's like, oh, how did I uh, bubble three points under the cash line, even with a good game out of X? Yeah. It's like, well, you you missed the punt play that got almost 20 points. Mm-hmm. That's why our lineups, I mean, our lineups, uh, you, you beat me by four. Mm-hmm. And uh, primarily because of, def- of uh, goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. How's it feel? Yeah, I'm but I mean, I, I put up. A of course, good, yeah, I mean, you got there we too. We both put up. Um, I, I got there, right? We both we, cashed. We both did fine. Yes. Uh, I think maybe the crowning achievement of the Thursday podcast was making such a big deal about Fred, and then he made us look so much better by scoring a goal. Yeah, well, that's lucky. Total bailout. But but no, it's not a no no Fred no. in the bailout. No, that's it's not, not really a bailout. bailout. Fred's Come Fred on. didn't no. Fred was not a bailout. You take 10 points off that score for 3,600, getting nine oh, sure. and three quarters yeah, yeah. is perfectly fine. Yes, you're right. You're right. If anything, the bailout was... was uh, it's just Mad- salt in the wound for people who didn't have him. Madison was more of the bailout. That's true. Salah was more of the bailout. I had Salah. Yeah, had let's Sané. talk about that. Let's talk about that. Um, on Thursday, we went through kind of a whole mess of um, permutations in terms of what could happen with the Man City lineup and Liverpool lineup, and we were kind of convinced on the Liverpool lineup for the most part. I believe one of my predictions actually came true. He was horrible. But was Milner not being in? Did that just immediately push you to Salah? No. I was shocked to see Salah in your lineup. Why? Why would you be shocked? You would be shocked. You'd be shocked if you saw Firmino in my lineup. I was just surprised that you went with that game instead of Man City because we— we talked about how Sané and Mahrez make total sense in cash, and we had Sané without Mahrez. And yeah, Gundogan in. Gundogan's hovering around there with his ceiling game. Sure, right. But like twenty-seven but, points. But I mean, we talked how Salah. Even if uh, Milner's not in, then uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, who was in, could take uh, could take set piece. Like it's not like Salah all of a sudden became this set piece monopoly. Like, what pushed you to Salah? The second most expensive player on the slate. Once Milner wasn't in, if I if I were to tell you where I I use I use the the hazard analogy from the week before. 
looking at both of their lineups, Man City and Liverpool, if you had to give me DFS production, what would you be sure of in both of these teams on the high end that it would be focused around? I'm, I'd more likely say Salah than anyone on Man City. In terms of what? Set pieces? No, just no, not set pieces. Just DFS value in general. Open play mixed with everything. Like Gundogan. I feel there. like we thought. I thought we we said Thursday that we actually thought it was Aguero, didn't we? Yeah, it could, but it, and it could have been. That's absolutely right. Okay, I could have played Aguero there also. Yeah, I I was considering playing Sane. No, he was obviously viable. I mean, mm-hmm. like he, he. The main thing I'm looking at is: Do I play Sane and pay up a goalkeeper, or Salah and pay down a goalkeeper? Yep, and have no liver. But if I were to pay. If I weren't going to play Salah, I was going to play Trent Alexander-Arnold. Okay. Instead of Chilwell and find a way to make that lineup. Okay. But the, I, I tried doing Sané. I tried doing JBG, Sané, Madison, Fred, uh, Low. I, I, I would have had to play Derm, which I didn't mind at 3K, but he's really not much of a crosser. This normally. is to get Trent Alexander-Arnold? Yes, to get Trent. So I would play Derm, Trent Alexander-Arnold, and Trippier. And then play Sane, and then I'm in the mid level. I, I would play like beg. I would have to play like a Begovic, or leave oh. money on the table or something hold, like hold that. On. Sorry, you named four defenders though. What you're going to play, Alexander Arnold instead of Chilwell? That was the call? yes. Instead of, okay, instead okay, of Chilwell, sorry. yep, yep. Then play Derm and Trippier. Yep. If I'm not playing Salah, so it's Derm. Because I can't play. I can't play low with Sane in. Like low is like two hundred too much or something. It was something like that. Because I would have played that lineup. The problem was is that like I couldn't get like I had like eighty five hundred instead of eighty seven hundred for Sane to keep low in. So I have to go the next guy after low. I didn't want to play with with the other Huddersfield fullback. But that's yeah, like Hatterjanash. Well, no, was he two hundred less. No, Derm. Hatterjanash oh, right. wasn't sorry. in. Sorry. He yeah, didn't yeah, start. Sorry, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So he's eleven hundred cheaper. So I'm like, okay, I don't mind that, but then where do I put the eleven? Where do I put the extra nine hundred other than in goalkeeper? And it's like, what am I getting? What am I getting for that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I I don't mind this lineup either, but without Milner in, it's like I'm I'm more sure. Liverpool's at home, Man City's away. Uh, Man City frustrate the hell out of me because you don't know where anything's coming from. Uh, I'm more like Salah had the highest goal scoring odds. If I want Liverpool exposure in that lineup, where do I get it? I'm going to get it from Salah and Trent Alexander-Arnold. I want to play one of those two players. I'm not playing Shakiri at 9,000. There's absolutely no way. There was no consideration for me Me to play Shakiri at 9,000. For that price, you have to be sure. Mm -hmm. For that that price, you have to to think that uh, he's going into— If Milner was that price, it's too expensive. Mm Mm-hmm. So Shakiri playing in his role. Remember the other games that Shakiri came in, he came in for Salah. So Shakiri played in the front three. So his open play value is worth more. His open play value playing in the center of the park in the midfield is limited. So you're just betting on set pieces and betting that he's has has all of them. Because Milner at seventy one hundred isn't even a slam dunk play if he's in. I'd mm-hmm. be more glad if Milner was in, I would have played him. I, I wouldn't have played Salah. I would have played too. Sané and Milner. I, I I I knew that going in, but with Milner not in, that I I can't pay nine k for a guy that I'm not sure 
that yep. may not play 90. But who who knows what's going on here? I'd much rather play play Sané for 300 less. And I'd, if I'm going to play a Liverpool player on the high end, it's going to be Salah. So that's yeah. that's re- that's really where it all. I'm, I'm not I'm not moving off a of Trippier. There's no chance in the world I'm doing that. I'm not moving off a of Fred. He's my punt play. If if I had the money left over, if I had 1100 left over, and I had Fred at 3600, and then I could get up to 4700, I'd leave the 1100 on the table. I agree with you because there was no one to get up to until you got to like 4900 for Milivojevic, who had one hell of, of a shooting yeah, and we'll crossing. talk about him in a second, right? Which was a perfectly viable play. I wasn't. I wasn't even in that range. So I mean, I could have played Trippier in the defender spot, and then instead of Chilwell, played Milivojevic. But I just Chilwell has a higher floor. He has a very limited range of outcomes, though. Like like Chilwell, yeah. I, I yep. Chilwell getting six points is like slightly disappointing. Yeah, but but you're paying for six points. I mean, like yet. I, I know what I'm getting with Chill. I'm, I'm not getting a, a two-point game from Chilwell. I'm getting, and possibly clean, I mean, he had, he had clean sheet equity, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't mind playing Chilwell. Oh, you you don't never have to convince me about why to play right. Chilwell. But, I mean, Rico ended up being a better play. Yep. But I understand Rico. He was viable as well. I mean, yeah. These are all the viable players. The, I mean, like I'm just looking around, going, "Do I play Chilwell or Rico? Do I play Rico and then I can move up from Ryan to a 4,500 goalkeeper, or do I go from low down to Derm? I probably don't want to play both Huddersfield fullbacks. And then, do I pay all the way up? And if I pay all the way up, do I pay Ed, play Ederson? Do I play Allison? Yeah. So now you have other choices there. So that, that's why putting it all together, I think, with the viable player pool that you could have constructed. I think you would have gotten to around the cash line. You may have bubbled some. You may have done fine. But I, I like if if you didn't if you didn't play Fred, but you ended up playing Milivojevic in whatever lineup because you were playing Derm. I think you got there. If you didn't play Madison and you end up playing uh, like Aguero or something like that, you got there, right? He scored. I think that was too big of a jump. Right, but I'm just saying, and then you didn't Frazier play Salah. Yeah. Right, I'm just saying that all the viable, if you put them all together, yeah, I think I think you it just came down to like goalkeepers, Shocker. like the, the the difference of you know six or eight points in one direction. Like the the Ryan saves at the end of the Tottenham game pushed me over the line, and then in some lineups, uh, I was far enough behind, uh, like ten plus points. Mm-hmm. With other people above me with 90 PMR, they all couldn't possibly have Trippier because uh, I checked the uh, you know salaries. Yeah. But the cash line was far enough away in those specific. I split some of my cash lineups, wow. and, and, and instead of taking Trippier, I took Knockhart, so I did fine. Wow. Because if if everyone had, if the 90 PMR guys above me have Trippier, like I have to. Trippier, and then I have Ryan. I have the goalkeeper. So it's like, what do I think is a reasonable goalkeeper score that I can make up the difference? Yep. Four? Five? Six, maybe? At the, you know, at the best? I'm expecting Tottenham to score. And then, But if I want to get off a of Trippier, it's like, I'm not going to go up to Gazanaga, Gazaniga, right. whatever, however you pronounce his name, yep. and then go down to a center back for Tottenham. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to bet on the Ryan ceiling game. You know, saving eight shots and getting the win clean sheet on a goal from someone from Brighton. Mm-hmm. Then it's just a matter: do I take Knockhart? Do I take Murray? 
like for penalties or something like that. It's yeah. like no, not not in that lineup with no gross. Like I like Basuma, but I mean I'm not because I could have played Gazaniga and Basuma, but that like goes. I want upside now. I need yep. to make up points. Yeah. So I took Gakov. Okay, so I, I got 109s in those. So I did, but I I think I would have done fine even just leaving as it is. Anyway, hmm. getting 97 points. The but Madison's thing... goal. Madison's goal was more more of the bailout than anything else. For sure. But he was sixty percent sure. owned. I mean, yeah. take a look at the ownership of of these players. So like JBG forty five percent, Salah thirty eight percent, Sane thirty eight percent, and this is the five dollar single entry. Madison sixty mm-hmm. percent, Fred forty nine percent, Chilwell twenty eight, Low thirty seven, Trippier forty three. You know you're going in the right direction when you're seeing ownership levels of that extent. Yeah. If you, yep. if you if you open up your cash line for the single entry, and you see two point three percent, might have messed up a little bit. Yeah, Chilwell might, was my messed up. other than goalkeeper, and I paid up for De Gea, um, which is fine. Yeah, he was fine. Um, Chilwell was my lowest owned player at twenty eight point two, and right, the next so lowest I think was thirty seven. Right, but look at the look at the how evenly split Salon Sane was. Yeah. So I mean, to look at me and go, it's crazy that I played Salah. It wasn't crazy to play Salah. I was just surprised you played him. Yeah. No, but if you take a look at my lineup and go, let's say you play Sane in Salah spot, like where do I where do I use the extra? What you get my lineup seventeen hundred? Yeah, you pay it in goalkeeper, right? I mean that that's and I'm like, am I going to prioritize goalkeeper? No. And then have no Liverpool exposure. Mm-hmm. I was I have I have no Man City exposure. I was more comfortable having no Man City exposure than no Liverpool exposure. Clearly, I went the other way. And then it turns out it was that... more that Salah was going to. Well, Trent Alexander Arnold was probably the only one I was going to have. And getting from Chilwell, I mean, I could have just done Chilwell to um, Alexander Arnold and De Gea down to Ryan. That would have been fine, but. But how do you not play Fred with the lineup that Man United came out? I agree. Like out of all the, I look at this line, I like the, the, the two guys that fell it, that were just went in. No, the th- there were three people that I was playing and it doesn't matter. I don't care. It JBG, it, Fred, I, and Trippier. That's correct. Yeah. Like there's the, like a forward eligible player with Burnley at home and he does everything for them. Give it to me. A $3,600 set piece taker. For the most part, maybe, yeah, maybe, but worth, worth 30, the risk. Thirty six hundred, yeah. sure, right? And then the, the favored set piece taking defender, sixty four. I mean, Trippier. Do you know who the first three guys out of the optimizer were? JBG, Fred, and Trippier. No, I'm just kidding. I have it. You have no, no idea. There's no right. first three. Yeah, right. This is right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ma- like I almost I, got like, you on that one though. Madison was the highest owned. Yeah, and he to me he wasn't like necessary. I agree with you. I was like, if I was gonna, if I was gonna play, because I was considering playing like Salah and Sane, and go, well, then I'm gonna get off of Madison, and then I have to go from low down to Durham because I don't have or a Chilwell down to Rico, which would have ended up being fine anyway. But I was it's the lowest total game. I just look at that and I go, I'm. But the th- the thing about Madison, he's he's the one I'm most sure of. Right. Yeah. But I think he has he his floor. It, his ceiling, his upside, his goal assist equity, 
is lower than Sané or Salah. Yes. Oh, for sure. Like um, Madison could have a six. Madison could have put up a floor game, which do you take away his goal? He would have had seven point five points. Just an assist. I would have looked. No, no, no. He had an assist, not a goal. Oh, he had an assist. Yeah. No, he had a goal. JBG. No, Madison. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about Madison. Yes, yes, yes. Madison's yeah, seven goal is seven and a half. You would look at that and going, okay. Yeah. Like it's not worth the eighty two hundred that yeah. you paid for him. You knew it was a possibility. That's absolutely you, correct. Yeah. But you rightfully would have been disappointed. Right. Yep. But the thing with uh with like Sane or Salah, it's like they have the they have the opportunity to have thirty plus points. Yes. Madison has less of an opportunity in that match as the lowest total. Has yeah, bef- less of an opportunity. We've seen him do it, but it's just a less of a JBG I'm the most sure of to get double digits. I look at my lineup, I go, if I had to guess who's gonna have the dub the double digit score, for sure it's gonna be JBG or Trippier. Yep. I agree. I agree. Uh the one I, I, the Madison spot for me was it was gonna be either Madison, Frazier, or we talked on Thursday that it could be Erickson, but I wasn't really gonna play Erickson because I was gonna play Trippier. And I guess um who did I miss in that group? Frazier, Milner, maybe that was it. Yeah, that was um, it. So I want to talk about Milivojevic. Um, okay. Mostly because his, that line that he had was such an absurd outlier that I need to at least... Oh, I don't remember the other thing I was going to say. But just specifically on Milivojevic, he took more shots in that game than he had taken for the entire season. Um he matched his shots on goal for the five games that he had played before that. His six tackles won are the most for any player in the Premier League this season. And only four players have had more than 12 crosses in a game. And he did it at all on Saturday. For some reason, I think maybe whoever was, was scoring the game for Opta just liked that game. Just score. Because Townsend had a big Townsend score. had a huge game, yeah. It was right. ridiculous. Um, staying in that game because uh, on... Thursday, I was playing Zaha in cash. And then he had an injury scare in the beginning in the, the warm-ups. The, so I I had my I said this last week that my son is now playing Saturday morning soccer. The Slack chat um saved me from myself. Because You were gonna play you were gonna play Zaha in cash? I I mean going into the day, I was it was clearly gonna be Zaha or Sane. I'd like to think that if this injury scare doesn't happen, I still play Sané. I mean, that Sané was obviously the smarter cash move. Um, however, once I saw this talk that Zaha was like, look, the trainer was looking at him, looks like it's back. Um, I, I just was like, I'm out. I, I don't care if he's coming back. Like, if he plays, that's great. But, like, there's no way I am playing him having, like, possibly been injured in the warm-up. And then... Uh, lock hit and somebody was like Zaha's going to score twice today and I was like wait he's playing like the last update that I saw was like he's going back in the tunnel holding his back there are two physios next to him and I'm like there's no way he's playing uh, there was like a, a moment of regret for me that I didn't play him which obviously would have I mean it wouldn't have killed me it's not like his, he ended up almost scoring nine points so I think I still make the cash line anyway but I'd like to thank the slack chat for saving me from myself Okay, I just rushed to throw in Dubrovkin as many lineups as I can. I did this. I, I did that as well. Um, because... I played. I played the Fred and Jonjo lineup in the Scorpion kick, and that didn't oh. do well. Yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, 
No, well, I played I played Gazal instead of Madison, and that there Gazal had a negative score. Yeah, he did. I played him on Yahoo. Like uh, typically in the Scorpion Kick, I I kind of take my cash lineup and like do it like a two v two, and like lower on. So we talked about the the Fred and John Joe. I'm like I could do it here. No, because I'm paying. Like I think I played uh, Salon Aguero. Oh, okay. And that like yeah. t- like like two high end options, so I need like two really low midfield options. Sure. So it's like it would be funny if I win the Scorpion Kick with the uh, the funny Western movie that I'm writing but, up. But Shelby pretty much gave you what. Yeah, you expected. he gave, what, four and a half points or something? Yeah, six crosses, drew a foul, right. committed two. Right, that's Shelby. The, yeah, that's Shelby, of course. I yeah. mean, I, I knew what I, what I was getting into. And then the the winner of the back heel was uh, Eric Curry from Roto-Grinders. Right, with two, uh, first and second. Right, with uh, with Mahrez. With the Mahrez sub brace. Right. Do you Which, think people will no, start I, playing subs? No, no, no. He even admitted it was a half a percent owned, point yeah. five something percent. Uh no, he even admitted, like on, on the forums or Twitter or something, that mm-hmm. like obviously Mares, if he was in, was a viable play. Oh, sure. Right? If you if you were planning last the, the night before, and you, and you looked at that lineup, you'd be like, yeah, if Mares is in, that's fine. And if yep. you don't, if Mares isn't in, you just play Sane, right? Exactly. And then if you don't wake up in time, uh oh, and that's what happened. Yeah. Didn't wake up in time. Didn't switch him out. Ended up coming on and getting a brace, but like he, it, it wasn't on purpose. That wasn't like a play done, like oh, that's a really sharp play. No, that's a really bad, dumb play <laughs> to do for an eighty-eight hundred dollar player. And he's even even said on 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 the Roto Grinders forums or wherever in, the, in their 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 Discord or whatever that mm-hmm. uh, that it the fact that he that he could win and he needed a, a substitute that he forgot to take out. That shows uh, how much skill there is in soccer DFS. Oh, because great. no, no, as skill from the perspective, it's more humbling from because soccer is not his main sport in sure. any sense of the word. That he goes, he goes he most weeks he loses with good lineups. Hmm. Like it, like that's how how much of uh, skill that you need in soccer DFS. Where like average or mediocre or being slightly off. Like makes the difference between winning and losing compared to other sports. Like when you're coming from NFL, like the NFL these past three weeks, it's like I could screw up on on a play and cash comfortably. Right. Right. In NBA, you could you could get there in multitude of ways. Like he's pointing out the fact that like the only way I was able to win is just by forgetting something. Because if I like he plays EPL or Champions League and like oh everyone did well and i came in six out of 11th in this double up yeah like how is that possible and he looked it's like well i was two points off because i didn't pick the right cheap fullback yep or i could have picked this forward instead of that forward and i just picked the slightly wrong one that got four extra points so (laughs) that's what he was pointing out in the fact of like the fact that i hey this is where all my profit came from be doing something dumb (laughs) like i did did smart things and would still bubble out of everything and like, what did I get wrong? It looked like I got everything right except for this slight thing. So I, I mean, it's 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 good to hear out of someone that has played DFS for a while. You yeah. can say what you want about it, but specifically, but just that you know that that wasn't by design. Hmm. But it's not a, the lineup of having Mares. If you set that beforehand and go, if Mares is in, I'm playing him. 
That's fine. It's not like oh, he sure. had Phil Foden in and he came in. And right, right, I mean, like right. like a guy that wouldn't have been a viable play beforehand and go, like, that's a fish move. Mm-hmm. No, he played a viable player if he was in. Yeah. He played a bunch of lineups in that. But yeah. he finished first and second. What I thought was pretty impressive was uh, he, he his lineups that finished first and second both had Mares, but they were like, I think they were a 4v4, which is pretty impressive to to finish that highly and that close with fairly different lineups. You sure about that? I I I thought it was like more of a 2v2. I think it was I think it was Vardy, Mares, Fred and Derm were the only guys that he had similarly. Like he had Knockart in one but not Oh, I'm sorry, in Knockart. So it was a 3v3. Right. One of them was goalkeeper obviously. Yeah, but I mean once you but have like Vardy Knockart, once you have and uh, yeah, Madison a and somebody else, right? But I mean, once you have, once you have Vardy with thirty and Knockhart with twenty-seven, yeah. at like, yeah. I mean, Vardy was like eleven percent owned, and Knockhart was what four percent owned or Not something? Even. Yeah, three. Right. Yeah, like that. That's all. I mean, those outlier scores were like Gundawan. You didn't even have them, right? Well, I mean, if you had Knockhart or Vardy, you didn't need him, right? But Gundawan put up a ceiling game. Guys that I would have played, Gundogan and Milivojevic, right? You I didn't need them. Though. Feel free to keep playing Milivojevic for that 19-point floor. And Moutinho scored, Andrew. <laughs> Joe Moutinho scored also. Look, all, all my favorite players. Yeah, and there you are playing Salah. Right. But I, you can't because I couldn't fit all the my favorite players in. How do you fit them all in? How do you fit Madison? How do you fit Fred? Mm-hmm. You don't play Trippier, I guess, right? Yeah. And you don't play Salah. You play JBG and... I don't know who you'd play at foe. You play Townsend. He put up a good there score, go. right? Yeah. JBG, yeah. Townsend. You don't play Madison. You play Milivojevic, Matinho, and, and Gundogan. Oh, and, yeah. And Gundogan, because yep. you, you have the money. Yep. And then you pay, you pay, and then... Uh, and you, you still play Trippier. Like Trippier, you TAA, still play Trippier. and Ederson. Right, or something like yeah, that. He scored right. 210. Right, <laughs> right. I took all the, I take all the floor players, go right down the middle, and yep. win a GPP. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Ugh. Got anything else? I don't. Uh, no Champions League this week. No, next week. Uh, if anybody wants to follow up with Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. As I mentioned, we will be at, well. We will be back Thursday to talk about uh, Saturday's Premier League slate. We'll also be back next Monday to talk about Saturday's slate and Champions League, which is coming back. Um, so that's it. Yeah, Jordan, thank you for all that, and I'll talk to you on Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.